0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Twenty-one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty-eight hours after issuance. cdkngcom bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs took the practice field again on Monday for some light work in St. Joseph, Missouri. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, defensive lineman Chris Jones, center Creed Humphrey, and wide receiver Josh Gordon. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Chris Jones. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll hear from Creed Humphrey and Josh Gordon. Here's Andy Reid.
1: It's full throttle, and he's, he's going for it. And there's great competition. But for him to be in there doing what he's doing, I appreciate you know every snap he takes in there. You
2: guys moved on from, from Baker the
0: past few days. It's just, what
1: do you think went it, into just not really working out here. Yeah, you know, good kid. He just, uh, we, we had to make some decisions on... Who's who there, and that's uh, that's the route we went. You talk about the
3: competition at wide receiver; it's continued throughout camp. Is this about as competitive as the group of, that you had, you trying to when you're kind of have
1: to get down to those numbers? Yeah, I, I would tell you probably yes. I mean, every camp is competitive, but I tell you that uh, because of some of the openings that we've had with people leaving, there, there's competition. Um, and it's, uh, it's good. And then Brett's brought in great people. So he's brought in good players that are, that are going to compete and somewhere we're going to have to let some good players, you know, good players go. I'm sure so, uh, and, but it's a tribute to Brett and the job he's done. You
0: mentioned the new faces, I mean, obviously you have to veterans in, but a lot of rookies this year, has that changed maybe your approach to rotations have been during this camp as far as you know, maybe wanted to give some different guys looks and so maybe some other guys haven't gotten as many chances.
1: Um, I t- Well, we've done that before, so I, I don't want to tell you we, we haven't. We've moved people in and out just to see what we've got. One of the tricks is to come out of this thing, uh, especially with the three games, come out of this thing knowing who you've got, and, um, and so we've tried to mix them in and Some of that chemistry stuff is important. See how they do with the ones. Some of the twos mix them in with the ones and see how they handle it. Uh, You know, depth in this league is is a beautiful thing. I mean, you you want to make sure you've got it and you don't want to miss on that. And sometimes those guys get neglected a little bit. But I'm sorry, you uh, you went to see Vermeil, yes, before he went in the Hall of Fame. What compelled you to to go take that trip out there? Yeah, he's been a great mentor to me. I mean, for a long lot of years and. Uh, you know how Coach Vermeil is. I mean, he he, if he if he's in with you and knows you, he's in. So um, I, I've had some great times. And when we've kind of followed a little bit of the same, a couple of the same steps here at Philadelphia, which is a unique place, and Kansas City, unique place. So uh, we've had that experience. And uh, when you're a head coach, there's not not a lot of guys you can you can talk to that have uh, you know that have been in the same places you've been. And and he's been tremendous that way. Just coaching me up on things. Do you have any stories about what what kind of resource he was for you when you were first getting started back in Philly? Yeah. I I invited him out to practice and uh, when he was, when he was done with his, with his coaching and, and uh, um, I had called him, actually I had called him and talked to him before I took the Philly job. And, and uh, he, he, you know, he just said, listen, it's a great organization, great people. Um, it's tough, but it's a it's a great place to be, and if, you know if you can coach there, you can, you know, you, and you make it through. Uh, you're doing okay. So, um, <clears throat> but he was, and he lived there. That that was kind of his home base, um, even though he's still working here and he's finishing up with the Rams. So, <clears throat> um, you know, and then he did the same thing when I came here. The exact same thing. He 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 talked to me about the atmosphere here and um said what bad guys you are no he didn't <laughs> but he, you know he he coached me up on it and that's priceless right i mean that's priceless so and he checks in all the time i mean if it's not once a week it's pretty close to once a week and just make sure everything's going all right and he still he loves the game and you know that whole deal so i appreciate all that we'll
2: chris jones in the second <clears throat> how do you see him evolve into the player he's now become, You to today.
1: Yeah, I mean, Chris has grown up right before us. I, I think we've seen that. Um, he, he's, uh, I mean, he's going wild out here every day in, in maximum effort. He's in great shape. He's, over the last few years here, he's really dedicated himself to being in tip-top shape and, and pushing himself. He's a fun-loving guy, but um, he's learned to kind of fu- funnel that into when he's on the field it's all business and and that's how he's gone about it. So he, uh, you know, Joe's been good with him and working, working hard. So I listen, he, he's, he's on pace for a good year.
2: More guys. We also get Creed Humphrey here shortly as well. If, if I were to make a statement that Creed is one of the best centers in the NFL, how much would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, so I think Creed's. I would tell you, Creed's challenge is this year, you know, um, that. He was a newcomer last year. Now all these coaches have had a chance to study him for an off-season, and uh, you know they'll try to throw him some different pitches in there. So uh, how he handles that will be important. Um, you, you don't, you know, he played well last year and was one of the best. But uh, the, you know these coaches get creative, and they're going to challenge you. So the work that he's put in and he's putting in now is, is so important. Yeah.
2: Coach, you
1: about yesterday Yeah, I'm a big Michael Vick fan I I, I watched him uh, go through his trials and tribulations and come out on the better end he's a he's a great father husband and uh, um, he loves the game most of all and um, you know just this was a, he's doing he's doing your, he's doing what you guys do so. Um, to get a little football fix. He, he was, he was excited about that. And what a great player too. I mean, he was a phenomenal player and big heart. He's got, he's got a great heart to him. Last two.
2: Yeah, for this passing
3: offense how do
1: you Yeah, so it's important that we practice those. And um, it, it's good to, you call them in practice when you're going against a defense, we might not always get to the deep one; it might be covered. So these practices here, these ten to tens, where you have opportunities to take shots down the field, you take them and, and you get yourself on the on the same page with the receivers. We'll continue to do that uh, as we go. Last one there. Being in
2: Canton talking with the coach for middle, do you ever think about putting on that gold jacket yourself.
1: Yeah, that's not. I mean, that's not where my mind was. Obviously, I mean, I was there for for him. That seems, uh, you know, that those kind of things you don't. I don't think about, I'm trying to get this team ready to go play. So, um, but it was great to see him. I'll tell you what was a unique story was there were five guys that stood on the stage there. Stage is broken up, uh, You know, it's a it's like a platform like this. There are two lines on either side and there are all the yellow jackets that are already in the Hall of Fame. And each guy came down the four before Coach Vermeer, he was last in line. They come down one, one side, one the other side, and they shake hands and high-five, hug, and all that. <clears throat> the time that it took those four together to come down, took Coach Vermeil to come down and get on that stage. I mean, I mean to the point where, where the, the fellow that was MC and just goes, hey, this is Dick Vermeule. He's coached for 50 plus years, 50 plus years. He knows everybody. And that says it all. I mean, that's why he's there. Phenomenal, phenomenal human being. Yep, good.
3: I'm good, I'm good. Is it the dog days
4: of camp yet? fun? A little bit of both. You know, um, you want to enjoy the time, enjoy the chemistry you're able to build, uh, especially with your teammates, and um, being able to separate from everything else that's going on and being an isolated here. You kind of enjoy that, but you also miss home. So it's a little bit in between.
2: You mentioned your, your ability to you know, be a fun-loving guy, but when it comes to practice, you know, you're all business, how do you go about flipping that switch when, when, when you do have to take it
4: down? Um, for me, more so, it's about, um, you know, I have a mission here, especially when stepping on this practice field, you know, our mission is to get better, 1% better every day, and that's um, the balance. I mean, you can come out here and have fun, but make sure you're doing it at your, your, your highest capability on this field making sure you're leading guys as an example. So um, I take that I take that personal, especially when I'm stepping on the field.
2: You're obviously the leader of this defensive line. You know, you've done the whole stagnation Nation thing. What's the identity do you think of this year's defensive
4: line? Just being gritty, man, being gritty. Uh, I think we left a lot of opportunities last year, our last game uh, of the season on the field. And uh, we was able to make a few changes in the defensive line room, bring my brother back and uh, a lot of familiar faces back. And I think this year it's about being gritty, stopping a run, stopping a pass and doing whatever we can to help this defense out.
1: Chris, what signs are you seeing out there that maybe you guys will be more productive as a group, as a Russian quarterback
4: this year? Um, As a D-line, more so it's all about being consistent, you know, day in and day out, you know, um, especially playing against our offense like we have, you know, it's hard to... Stay at a high level consistently because they throw so many things at you. So, for me, more so, it's about being consistent on the front four, and making sure that um, we taking no days off.
2: Talks about using the Joe Burrow almost sack in the AFC Championship game last year as motivation. You not having a postseason sack, does that motivate you as
4: well? No, I got a postseason ring. I, I I got a championship ring. You know what I mean? So when you talk about a postseason sack, uh, I'm not really striving for postseason sacks. The Game plan change. Um, you know, the ordeal of the D-line, it changed. So when you talk about that, I have a ring. I have more rings than sacks, but this year I get a sack if it makes y'all happy.
2: Chris, you've gone up among against some of the NFL's best centers over your career. You get to practice against Creed Humphrey. How do you think he measures up when you compare him to some of the best centers in the NFL?
4: You look at his grade, should have been an all-pro last year. You know, they snubbed him from that. Something from his first Pro Bowl, but, hey, keep on chopping. Keep on chopping, and um, the success will come over time. Um, but, uh, you know, um, those guys, the five guys, they're, they're relentless now. They're relentless. They're good. Doing a really good job of protecting Pat, and that's what we need. We're able to compete every day, challenge each other, and um, it's good when you have that type of talent on the offensive line because it makes guys around them better, especially the D-line. We're able to compete at a high level day in day out.
2: And you get to go against him a couple of times in the one-on-ones and full pass. How strong is this guy?
4: Well, I haven't went against him. I try to stay as far away from the no spot as possible, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I've seen, him, um, I've seen a lot of great uh, competitive battles, especially one-on-one. You know, that's when Amano against nose am I better than you? So, uh, there's been a lot of competitive battles. are there
3: certain pass rushing techniques that you sort of identified and sort of worked on as a defensive that you tackle this year where maybe you haven't sort of shown
4: that at that position? Um, I think it's all the same. Just um, defensive tackle happen more faster than the defensive end. You know, you have a few steps to take at the defensive end. As a tackle, you take one step, the guy is on you. So I think the game speed is a little more faster than defensive tackle, but I don't think the moves actually change.
2: You mentioned when you're talking about the defensive line, they got your brother back. It did seem like Frank may not be back this season. When You heard that news and heard that, okay, he's going to be back in 2022. How did you react to it?
4: Uh, I'm always excited to have my brother back, man. Um, I think it's Frank played a pivotal part of the success of this team, especially coming in first year winning a championship. Next year we're going to another championship in um, AFC last year. So I think he's been a, a, a huge part of the success of this team also. So when you have a guy like that back and know what he's capable of doing, I think he's uh, almost about to have the record in the postseason at sacks. You know what I mean? That, and his success speaks for itself. I don't have to tell you as accolades, but... I, I think it's ecstatic to have him back on the defensive line. TerChance has
3: some good reps on the inside this camp. How do you think him and Dana are doing on the inside?
4: Excuse me? Warden. Oh, Turk, Turk, and Mike Dana, they're coming along. Um, Coach Collins has been challenging those guys every day, and um, they've been dealing with adversity as well. Um, they've been responding well, and uh, it, it's actually exciting to see those guys grow and become – who they are, you know, it's a day-to-day process, but um, that's what it's all about. Continue to grow, continue to get 1% better. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for him. Uh, I'm excited for him. It's a long season and we'll see where it comes.
2: Chris, your I love
4: Joe. I love Joe, man. Joe is my guy. <laughs> Joe is my guy. Um, me and Joe see eye to eye um, on a lot of things. Uh, You know, uh, I don't think we had a disagreement yet, but we definitely see eye to eye on a lot of different things and the mechanics, uh, how we view pass rushing, uh, the aspect of pass rushing, and uh, how we feel this D-line should be and, you know, what type of expectations we should have as a group. And um, I love Joe, man. I love it. That's my guy. Now
0: that you've had Carlos here for a little bit and he's ramping up. What's it like having him in that room and having him online?
4: Um, he's still in the acclamation period, so uh, I haven't been able to get the full stint of Carlos, but having his uh, his leadership and um, his knowledge of the game for him to be able to break things down and uh, offer more ideas, I think is special for us as a D-line, and it can help us out on the pass rush.
5: Last two,
3: Sam and me. Chris, every year there's personnel changes. this year pretty significant ones without Tyron here and without Anthony here. What, what's it like with pretty
4: clear you guys the past year's Yeah, I, um, we was able to bring in Justin Reed and I, uh, you know, we keep moving forward. I trust in Veach and Coach Reed to make those decisions and whoever they bring I think is best for the team and you know um, Justin Reed, he's been a pivotal guy forces one to step up and you know, one has answered that bell he has answered that call and I think it's been good for this defense as a whole to you know, to have those guys back there and you know, um that's the way the nfl works. You know, one year they here and next year they gone, you know, unfortunately it's a business, but you know, I'm thankful to have those guys that we have back there.
3: When you say you and Joe CII, is there an example where you were first meeting him where you can sort of tell that this might be an impactful sort of addition to your career? Where you and Joe C I
4: um, the first time we met we actually discussed past I, I, I realized he was a high energy guy, uh, but we had a lot in common, and you know, especially with the pass rush. I know I expressed my love for pass rush and rushing the quarterback to him, and he expressed his love, and uh, we kind of connected in. And uh, you know, it, 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 it's been a beautiful thing so far. So we just got to keep it going. So Thank you, guys.
6: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have. van 29com dot com How's
5: it going? Chris says uh, you should have been an all-pro in a last year.
2: You're uh, kind of a snub, but how much do you even think about that kind of stuff? And if, if you do think about it, what, what kind of motivation does that give you?
5: Yeah, I appreciate that from Chris, you know, uh, getting that praise from a guy as good as him is pretty cool. But, uh you know, to be honest, I don't really try to think of those things during the season. I try to just focus on what I can do for the team and you know, how I can improve my game, so.
3: Coach Reed said coming back for the, the second year is even harder because you know, the defenses are they'll be coming at you in a different way. What sort of things can you try to prepare for them? Who are you leaning on? to understand what it might be different this time around.
5: Yeah, you know, it's been it's nice having guys like you know Joe, Orlando, Andrew on the line. You know that have been uh, that have been in that position. You know that are that have came in that second year. Have done that second year. So it's been nice to talk to them about it and everything. Uh, For me, it's really just I'm continuing to focus on my game and you know try to get my weaknesses better and my strengths better. So really, that's what I'm focused on right now in camp is improving how I play the game. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's been very competitive these past uh, couple of weeks. You know, uh, we've had some hot days. You know, really humid, hot days. It's been, you know, everybody's been pretty moist out there. Uh, just getting after it though, and competing every every play. So it's been a, uh, it's been really good. You know, you kind of see the mental toughness of what we have in the group, and you know what the defensive line has in the group. So it's been a, uh, it's been really fun to see. And you know, I th- you know we have some very talented guys who are also you know. In love with the game, you know they want to continue to be great and become better. So it's it's always a good thing when you have that in the room.
3: When you got to teams that you play twice in a season, do those three teams give you a lot of different stuff than maybe you saw in the first matchup against them? Or did you see teams adjusting to?
5: You? Uh, you know, adjusting to me individually? Yeah. We like, you know, for
1: example, the, the second time you play them, are they attack me differently than the first time. Oh
5: uh, yeah, you know, I think it goes from person to person. You know, everybody has played you you know they kind of know what to expect so they're going to adjust their game accordingly the same way I'm going to adjust my game whenever I play them so uh, you know definitely there's you know there's points in the game where you can tell that they made an adjustment to how they're going to rush you or how they're going to play, play on you know different blocks but it's also something that you can kind of uh, see coming if you're watching film you know what they like to do against you know certain types of things so it's a, uh, it's really you know they're going to make adjustments but you know so do we.
2: Chris joked that he tries to avoid you in one-on-ones. What type of challenge is that going up against Chris when,
5: when you do some Yeah, you know, uh, Chris is one of those guys that if he wants to he wants to get after you in one-on-ones, he's going to. You know, he's got so many great moves, and he's so good at every single move he does. You know, so talented, so athletic, very agile for how big he is, very strong, too. So he's one of those guys that, you know, he's he's just, you know, a different beast. So, uh He's, he's definitely a fun guy to go against in practice, though. You know you're going to get better every time you go against him. So it, it's been awesome to go against him this camp. What do you think is his trust Oh, man. You know, he's really good with his hands, uh, being able to forklift your hands off him. He's got that really good. Uh, you know, his power, his power moves are all good. You know, he's really good at swatting hands, too. So, uh, I mean, he's just very well-rounded. You know, he doesn't have a certain move that he's good at. He's good at so many different things.
0: Ones are usually one of the highlights of practice people really enjoy watching how much do you enjoy them and, and how do you approach them do you approach them like you're working on something specific or is it just a competition
5: yeah well you know it's definitely competition first but it's also a good time where you can you know settle down work on different techniques that you want to use uh, to get better at things like that so uh, the way I approach it is obviously you want to win the red but you want to be able to work on different moves, you know, going against different guys who have different moves, you know, who may rush different than then other guy you went against. Uh, really for me it's about settling down, making sure you're working on those moves the right way and then just competing after that. With
2: the wrestling background you had, what about it was able to help you transition
5: so you the NFL, have Yeah, uh, definitely, you know, balance, uh, mental toughness aspect of wrestling is it was a huge key for me. You know, you're you're mentally drained throughout a whole wrestling season. You're cutting weight every day. You know you're cutting 30 pounds every week just to make weight. Different things like that. So, uh, definitely mental toughness. Uh, that's a big thing. Balance, core strength, core power, uh, the way you use your hands, and then you know understanding leverage. Uh, those are some of the biggest things. Yeah, it's been, it was really good this year. You know, we had a lot of uh, different Hall of Fame guys. You know, we had Willie Rofe there this year, uh, Steve Hutchinson, Mark Schlereth, uh, Willie Anderson. So it was It was a good group of guys that was there, and uh, it was really cool to hear from them. You know, just their different experiences and how they approached the game and what made them so well, so good. So uh, it was. it was a really good time to talk to them and just kind of understand what made them so good and what made them special players. Man, I would uh, say Willie Roe Just you know, him coming from New Orleans to Kansas City, uh, that whole experience for him and just how he handled it, and uh, you know, just became such a great player here too, and you know, made a huge impact for that for this organization. Was a uh, that was really cool uh, to hear, you know, from my end. So I definitely thought that was cool. I'm right, good. Appreciate
2: Thanks, creep
7: Very comfortable, very comfortable. Um, the playbook similar now. I think we changed it a little bit, you know, but more or less the same. So uh, it's been easy for me to adapt to it, um, kind of carry over from last year. With your career going how it's gone, uh, where are you at mentally right now? Um, you know, I think I'm just happy to be here, you know? I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better opportunity. Is there
3: anything that you wanted to sort of further develop after getting that game experience
7: last year and having a full offseason to work with him? Yeah, I believe so. I think there's definitely a rapport to be built on. I know we didn't have that last year really at, at all. I think this this off season has been my first opportunity, our first opportunity to do that. Um, Coach Reed and the offensive coordinators and everything here, they, they've given me that opportunity to try to, you know, uh, to get to that point with him. So, you know, we got some time left here before the preseason, so maybe we'll see what happens and uh, hopefully i do enough to make the team. Yeah, I
3: think last season was a trying time for a lot of people. Um, you were coming in and trying to get quickly involved on a train that's very that's just moving very fast. Can you describe how difficult it was to get to get into a rhythm, knowing that the team was already through a lot of what they had already put into the
7: playbook? Yeah, uh, for a team like, the Chiefs coming to this team in different scenario, um, figuring out which roles to play, things like that. It was almost a an insurmountable task, you know, so I was just happy to be out there, you know, be of any use I could be. Uh, but it was definitely it was definitely a steep hill to climb, that's for sure.
3: Josh, does it bother you at all seeing some suspension numbers given what your suspension was, maybe for something less serious now?
7: Um, it compares to
3: like a type of but you did cost
7: you more games than- just different times i think we're living in different times and um but I'm not really sure to to, to touch on that in this situation I, I'm not sure the the details on it I'll be honest but you know so it's it's really out of my hands man but I wish them the best I wish the league the best i wish they figure it out so yeah. what's it like being in that wide receiver room this year a
3: lot of guys get a lot of competition.
7: Oh man, um, some great group of guys. A lot of talent, very deep, uh, extremely fast. Um, it's it's highly competitive. I think it's the perfect nature uh, to to groom uh, young men for excellence, especially on the football field and off as well. You know, just as far as being disciplined, knowing how we got to edge out the competition. Not not only each other, you know, for the sake of uh, our livelihood, but the, the other team, most importantly. You know, so. Um, yep.
3: Games,
7: the the maybe Man, at this, I mean, at this point, I'm just happy to have any preseason game. If I'm playing any, any game, honestly, anytime I'm out there, I'm just happy to be out there. If they, uh, if I'm playing, if I'm not playing, just to be in the environment, atmosphere, it's a good time.
2: You mentioned you hope you, you do enough between now and the, and the uh, roster trimmings to make the team. What do you think you need to do to make this
7: team? Make plays when Coach asked me to.
2: So you are looking forward to, like, the opportunities to get more reps in, during the preseason games especially?
7: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's uh, that's uh, when it's time to do what we uh, get asked to do. You know, that's what I came here to do um, when the lights were on. You know, I want to do a practice first for sure, but you can't always get it right in practice. You don't always have the time, the reps, opportunity. You got to take the mental reps and what space and opportunity I have and then uh, just go, go show and prove it. So come go preseason games. That's what I hope to do.
2: Generally speaking, uh, as you watch tape
0: and kind of self-evaluate, how do you feel that your camp has gone so far, and what do you hope to accomplish
7: the rest of the way? Um, I think there's definitely room for improvement. Always, as long as I've been doing it, now still, that's the frustrating part of the game, the bittersweetness of it. But that's what kind of keeps us coming back. Kind of like you know your golf swing or something like that, if you like golf. You know what I mean? So I love the game. I'm addicted to it. I'm obsessed with it. So I'm watching it. I'm watching to see you know how can I get out of the break quicker. Maybe transition a little bit better, um, you know. After the catch, catching the ball in general, you know, things like that. So, what's it been? What's it been like uh, being with Corey Coleman Corey, man, that's my guy. Love Corey to death. Glad to see him um, back out here doing his thing. You know, staying at it, staying hungry, diligent, hardworking. Um, definitely more mature, you know. From when I know him, a long young cat. So. It's good to see him at this point developing his career and still hungry, still at it. And uh, you know, the world is uh, is, is up for grabs for him, so. Are you
3: all spend a lot of time together watching film or just, just
7: hanging out? All that we talk football every day. He's always calling me about something, trying to figure out what I what I think about some route he ran a week ago or something, you know, so <laughs> we'll end up on yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do that a lot. Is that like when you either you're a friend of the guy way back in the day and you mentioned the
3: competitiveness of this camp. You guys can maybe fight for the same yeah.
7: No, nah, I mean, he knows there's no love lost there, you know, if I, if he, if he edges me out, hey, I'd love it To I'd love it. I mean, he got, you know, I gave him all, he gave his all, and that's all I can want for him, you know, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's bigger than the game uh, of football, you know, so I just want him, the best for him, and I just want to see myself do the best I could do.
5: What's
3: your confidence
7: level right now that you'll be on this podcast? Um... <laughs> There's no telling. There's no telling. You know, I, I'd say, uh, you know, uh, cars are close to the best. I think as they should be for for everybody. I think for important reasons. But I'm, more importantly, I just want to go out and, and with the opportunities I get, give them 110 percent and wherever the you know where the cars fall, where they may, and, and see what happens. But I do not have an answer for that. To be honest, I, I don't. You know, I wasn't a starter last year. You know, so I'm not. I'm fighting for a spot like everybody
3: else. Because you played with so many different quarterbacks in your career, I just wonder what jumps out to you about um, Patrick when you guys
7: aren't on the field practicing at this sort of setting in camp? He's very, he's, he's quick, he's quick-witted. He's, he's adept to things very, very, almost before, he sees things almost before they happen, somewhat on film. He's noticing things in three or four different places at once. You can notice how just, uh, how, how attentive, attentive he is and noticing just the, the environment around him, his awareness, you know, is, uh, is very, is very, is very good.
2: Josh, you talked about being grateful for the opportunity. I've heard it a few times. I think you've had on social media. Just what, what goes into that for you to just keep saying that and saying that you're blessed? And yeah, that what
7: yeah goes I mean, into that? because I don't think you have to overcomplicate it. You know, I think a lot of times we do tend to overthink things. I know I do. I can speak for myself, so you, I, I Probably used to probably more than I think I should. And at the end of the day, just controlling what you can, and what what we have in front of us, and uh, that's that's the mindset I think to try to stay right there and, and live for the day. You know, keep it simple. What, what
3: would today's Josh Gordon say to 2013 Josh
7: Gordon or young rookie Josh Gordon? Oh man, um, it's gonna be a long road. Uh, there's a lot of ups. There's a lot of downs. Um, You know, when you're down, just keep going. You know, find a way. Find a way. Just keep going.
2: All good? Thank you.